When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. The driver's seat. Good start from Stephen Johnson, a really good one. Johnson leads the race. Daniel Ricciardo gives Renault their first podium. Cam Waters is our 2020 pole sitter at Bathurst. The driver's seat. The Driver's Seat with Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson for Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. Excellent job. And what seems to be the fashion at the time, we're all parked up still here on the driver's seat, but we're still going. My name is Nims Azor, joined as always by Matt McKellen and Stephen Johnson. How are you going, boys? Hello! Sensational is what we are because, not because we on the Gold Coast here are not locked down, locked down or in solitary confinement or anything like that, only we are pumped up. We're locked because, out of Tassie. Well, the east coast of Australia is in lockdown, Stevie J. There is misery, there is bad news here, there and everywhere. And for the next two hours... I'm going to be up. I'm up and about. I'm going to be pumped. Well, because that, why not? That is what we like to hear. And we're going to have some form of racing action uh, on our screens in a week's time with the E-Series return. And it's a good segue to get to our first guest. In fact, let's give him his proper intro. Race number five of our championship season is underway. Gotham's got control by just over three quarters of a second from Scotty Pye. Well, this will be a change for the lead. Pye is now the leader in Melbourne. This is very high stakes on the streets of Melbourne. They are battling for the lead. They cannot see. It's so wet out there. There's no light. There's no grip. But there's major points up for grabs. Pie hanging on by a car link here at the moment. Winkup still throwing it at him. They will go to the line. And Scott Pye, that is a magician's That's right. He is our feature interview. Thanks to Ryko Filters, the professional's choice. Ask a mechanic for Ryko Filters. Please welcome back to the driver's seat, the one and only Scotty Pye. Hey, how are we? Is that random um, applause there and everything? Certainly. <laughs> Absolutely. We've got to get the studio audience in. <laughs> how good is the intro? A magician's performance. I know. Unfortunately, the, um, uh, the stock you had to take from is, is pretty low there. There's only the one, one, one bit of commentary talking about me I think you could use. <laughs> but well done. Great. <laughs> Stretched that out and made the most of it. No. <laughs> okay, that's the end of the interview. Well, thanks, thanks for coming on tonight, Scott. Uh, 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 hey, oh, mate, um, thanks for coming back on. Thanks for coming back on. It's good to have you. Um, mate, uh, I'll get to the first thing. Your uh, E-Series again. How cool. Yeah, I know. It's uh, it's a bit of a flashback, isn't it? Unfortunately, we're back in lockdown, and that's—I mean, it's not why we're doing E-Series. Um, it's just a coincidence, I guess, that we are in lockdown and it's happening at the same time. But 
hopefully uh, puts on a good show for all the fans that are um, looking for something to smile about. I think it'd be a good laugh. I'll get back on Twitch and um, hopefully, I feel like it's a deep, dark hole I'm about to dive back into. Though. <laughs> oh, we've all been year. there. Well, three of us Yeah, I'm there. trying. You and myself and SBG. <laughs> exactly, mate. Many a side has sunk at three o'clock in the morning after the Wednesday uh, E-Series, but I'll, I'll try and uh, yeah get back into it this weekend, probably start the sim up. I haven't fired it up since last year, actually, so I'll make sure it all still works. And, and mate, it's Matt McKeldin. How are you coping down there in lockdown at the moment? Because it's not the easiest thing. Are you finding it, is, as a Victorian, having so many days now to have, have, have experienced and done all of this? And as a yeah. small business of, owner as well. And a small business owner. Is it, is it, you kind of just used to it now? You learn how to operate around it? Or is it, you know, yeah, a kick, in the, so. a kick I mean, in the ghoulies personally. with a run up? Well, yeah, I mean, personally, it's never easy, but personally, we lost, we missed the, the, the big one last year. We were on the road and, we're away racing, so um, for me, this is um, probably feels like really the second one that we've done. There's been no snap lockdowns, and they seem to come and go pretty quickly. Um, but for sure, I think it's really important to just, you know, I try and I try and be a little bit healthier to be honest, and work out a bit at home if I can. Like that seems to keep me sane. And then, um, you know, what I struggle with is actually not being able to just work every day. So uh, I've still got I've got obviously a small business going, and um, the reason I started that in the first place was because. I didn't like the spare time between races. I, I, I just struggled with that a bit. So um, for me, I need to always be occupied. So um, at the moment, I'm just, um, I feel like a sales rep. I'm out there pitching one nine everyone I can and making sure that when we come out of this lockdown, we've got more work than ever. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't mind it. It's just, we have to adapt and it is the way of life at the moment. So always trying to learn new things. Um, but luckily, um, you know, my business is going really well at the moment and the guys that are working for me are busy. So that's the main thing. Um, but certainly I think, you know, the, the stress really comes financially for people. And that's what, um, you know, you, you got to think about the people that have done this for so long now and lost jobs and things. It's, it's tough. So I really hope yeah. that people can come out this the other side stronger and, and better for hopefully adapting to what looks like probably a new way of living. Yeah, it's a bit like that, isn't it? We, yeah. we don't really know no. exactly what's going to happen. But I, I, all I think we know is that life as we used to know it two years ago, 18 months ago, is probably never going to be that again. So, uh, And that was actually One Nine Media for everybody there listening, um, <laughs> wanting to know what Scott's little business was, little media business on the side, which One Nine Media is probably going to get a call by Jet Johnson <laughs> coming up in the next oh, yeah, next he, next couple of yeah. months. You know, oh, and yeah. you know what's well, going to happen, well, Scott? There's going to be a Jet Johnson on the line saying, hey, it's Jet Johnson. Mate, could you do a video for me for this and a – Website thing for that, and and, mm. and I'll put you. I'll put a sticker. I'll put a one nine sticker on the car. <laughs> you know, invoice. It's actually not. It. It's actually. It's actually. Oh, oh, and you know, we're digressing a little bit here, but I want, um, and I'm not on top of it totally with regard to social media and stuff. So I want someone that is and a group that are, um, and, yeah. and that's just, that's the basically the the reason for for wanting to get someone professional in to, uh, to help us along the way, to get him on the right track and to do the right thing from the start. So that's sort of where we're yeah. going to start with, with you guys, Scotty, that, that you didn't know about that you do now. Well, there you go, mate. That's awesome. I mean, it's definitely <laughs> something that has become a um, – God, it's, it's really part of our, our – what's a necessity for us as, as uh, drivers or anything we're doing now, really. It's like it's something you've got to build up. And if you can get in there early and start to do that, then it makes life just a lot easier in the future. But um, there's certainly like a way of doing it. Um, I've, I guess, fallen into the business over time because I was doing it myself on my own socials and seeing what worked, what didn't. And I still actually try things and test them for clients anyway before we do them. I'll often run a, a bit of a campaign style um, schedule for myself and see how that works and what engagement we get before doing it 
for clients. So I'm forever learning as well. Um, but it's definitely something like I'm really passionate about. And, and um, yeah, for, for young blokes like Jet, like it's uh, it's only going to get more and more important as we, we move on, especially for us right now. It's crazy that we're not racing for 10 weeks or whatever it is at the moment. Um, so really all we can do now is try and entertain people through social media or give value to our partners through social media. Um, and content creation we saw last year was just being soaked up left, right and centre, wasn't it? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, it's a massive part of our business now, isn't it? Um, yeah. Mate, let's talk about racing because it's been a mixed bag for you this year. How would you rate your efforts so far? I mean, you had a ripper in Townsville. I think it was a P6, a P7. He's becoming um, the passing yeah. king again yeah. like he was last You're year. You're a guru on the pass, the Danny Ricardo of uh, of supercars on the <laughs> passing front. How would you self-rate? Where are you standing? Oh mate, I've I've done an unbelievable self rate. I've done an unbelievable job. I couldn't have done any better. <laughs> Bad luck. After I'm kidding. I'm, um, it's it's been a challenging. I'll be honest. It has been really difficult. And for us, you know, last year we finished so strong and and we had so much momentum. But there's been just a number of little things that haven't gone our way this year. Whether whether it be mechanical or my mistake at Darwin when really you know had a put that together on the, without the big crash turn one, we could have got a result there, which could have really turned things around for us. But, you know, little things like that have happened this year. It's just put us on the back. I feel like we haven't really, we've been there and then we haven't really got the result. Like there was even Townsville one, which was, um, you know, it feels like that was kind of just a breaking point because poor guys, like we've done such a good job, put ourselves in a position at the end of the race, for probably like a fifth or something, which after Darwin would have been a great comeback. And then the suspension failed with, I think like 15 to go. So you yeah. know what it's like to finish that last pit stop and you think you're home and host, you're just bringing it home and um, something like that goes wrong. There's been a few things like that mechanically that have, have sort of gone wrong and not really for anyone's fault of their own. So it's, it's yeah. been a, a hard to follow. But the good thing is we have actually, through Darwin and Townsville, shown the same pace we had last year. So that's promising and I've been able to have a good time in the car as well. Like I love driving this car, especially when it's um, as quick a race car as we have often. Um, we're able to pass and... Yeah, it's always a good day when you when you're passing cars. Well, when you when you're passing cars, obviously it means you've got a fast car, but it means that you're probably not as far forward as you'd like to be from qualifying. I'm a bit looking at your qualifying here. Yeah, yeah um, thanks for that. <laughs> thanks for the scoop, Ace. <laughs> it's always easy to pass. It's always easier to pass cars and qualify. For sure. <laughs> that is so true. <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah, that hasn't. Um, you know, it hasn't happened for us a few times like darwin it was mm. um certainly was Good. like we qualified really well like in the top five and all the races really and then um you know townsville i had my work cut out for me and last year particularly our qualifying was a real weakness i do think yeah. we've improved on that year um and there's been times where maybe even our race base wasn't quite where it was last year um but yeah. you know i think they're really starting to put that together now and for sure qualifying has to be a focus for us even bathurst we saw the amount of overtaking there was pretty limited yeah. so unless you qualify well you're not going to get the result you want. So, um, and even though you feel good coming home in fifth after you start fifteenth, it's not it's not what we want. So obviously we're not going to be happy with that. Mm. We need to we need to be getting trophies and um, and yeah, moving this team in the right direction. So that's, that's what my goal is: keep keep working hard, keep my head down, and, and sort that out, and then um, give everyone what they're working hard for. Um, Scotty, I was looking at your socials during the week, and I love I love it when I see a person of notoriety, you know, a, a celebrity, so to speak, put something up on their socials that actually means something, not what they're eating, not their coffee, not their watch, all that kind of stuff. Not not, yeah, not their not poached the, eggs on yeah, avocado. Yeah, no, yeah. That sort of hoo-ha, <laughs> it's garbage. But I did see on your 
social media, you put up a message, and I'm not sure the racing public know your background, your story, because you haven't had it. You haven't had it real easy. He's actually lucky to be here. Absolutely, and I, and I reckon um, in this time right now up the east coast, there's a lot of people thinking with sad minds and and they're you know they're yeah. hurting emotionally, all that kind of stuff. But I saw you put up that you know when you were 13, you almost died from a road accident. Ta- yeah, take us I mean, take us through that because that was full. The pictures, mm. if you're not on Scotty Pie's socials, jump on because the pictures are pretty confronting. Yeah, I mean, that very first one that I posted um, was a, a really vulnerable photo for me. Like, it was something I've never put that one up because that was at a time where, like, I remember the photo being taken. I was in tears only mm. seconds before it. And so I think it's one I never really wanted to share. But then, you know, there's a lot of, I guess, first of all, before talking about the accident, the reason I shared it and shared my story was um, to, to show that, um, you know, kids, I was 13 at the time, and to try and give parents some comfort that even though it is difficult for kids at the moment some of these challenges we're faced with can be the, the most defining moments of our lives and give us actually um, strength into the future and, and a bit of perspective and getting that at a young age isn't always such a bad thing I know it seems like a really bad thing at the time but it can actually if, if taken the right way or if, or if cared for can be a real real positive um, and that was why I shared I can see um, even friends of mine um, I'm not a parent so I can't obviously relate to it but it was just something where I at a young age, um, I was in the children's hospital for, for three months um, here in Melbourne wow. and wow. made many a friend that, that um, weren't there when I left, um, you know, passed away during that period. And it gave me a real, um, I, I guess I was just I get in a way grateful that, I mean, what happened to me, it was put in perspective. I, I obviously, I, I broke a lot of bones. I shattered my left ankle, uh, broke my femur in two places, broke dislocated all my toes, broke my tibia oh. and tibia in both legs, my hand, my eye socket. Um, it was a lot of stuff broken and my leg now, I mean, I left is two and a half centimeters short on my right. I've only got 10% mobility in my left leg, but mate, I am grateful for every day. I don't, I'm not one to complain about. Of course I have painful days and I love to, I love to have a moan to get some sympathy, but it, it really <laughs> did, you know, my, my time in that hospital, I, I, you know, you, you realize that others are going through things, um, that are, are more, there are, there is always someone doing something harder, you know, and that gave me the strength I needed to get through what I was going through and, it just put things in perspective. That's why I shared the, the post. Um, it was me at a pretty vulnerable time, but I said it's probably the best thing that's ever happened to me. I do think that. I think that without that, I probably wouldn't be where I am today. I don't think I'd have the determination or strength I got. So hopefully some parents, maybe there's someone reading that that is having a hard time at the moment, and if they get um, some bit of positivity or some strength from it, uh, then then it was worth it. And, I, and it's a great message, and I've noticed a lot of people, um, again, of notoriety have been putting up messages. You know, if you want to chat, reach out. Just send me a PM, send me something on the, on the, on the messages, private messages and, and all that kind of stuff, which is one of the things I'm loving. There's a lot of fractious nature about our society at the moment, but there are some pockets of society that are really trying to band together. And just help everyone yep. get through because you know, the old saying, this too shall pass, and it will. Um, but but the, I'm just I'm loving seeing some of the corners of our society holding hands, saying, come on, guys, let's all pull together rather than trying to separate. And, I, and I, that's what I took from your post, mate. I thought it was, I thought it was very brave and it was, uh, it was very poignant at the same time. Yeah, I, and I mean, I talk about my injuries and they're, they're, not, they're nothing compared to like most motocross riders or something. Everyone's mm. got these injuries. And that's the, I guess the point is it's not to make you feel or whatever or what you're going through to make it any less significant. It's just to say that like people go through things every day and we can get through this. Um, and if, if your kids are having a hard time, 
there is the chance it could be great for them. It could actually be something that strengthens them, makes them grateful. I know like the night of my car accident, I said something horrible to my old man. I hung up on him and never again did I do that. You know, I said that it would be his fault if I, if anything went wrong, because I had a friend picking us up that night and he couldn't do it. Um, and, and then obviously I woke up four days later to dad standing beside me telling me I've been in the car accident, almost died. And they actually had to say goodbye to me, um, before the first operation. So, wow. you know, it's, at 13 to realize like, oh my, I never hung up the phone again on him, you know, and, and I appreciate yes. everyone around. So that's what, um, hope that message did. It makes you go, you know what, it's not, we can get through this and, uh, maybe be better for it at the end of the day. Mate, you should have seen me the other day when I kicked my toe coming in to try to get the, uh, <laughs> trying to get the cake out of the oven far out. <laughs> I tell you what, I thought I was a goner, but I had some good support around me. I had some good support around me. I was fine. You're a dead set idiot. Uh, <laughs> um, let's, I thought I had to, I had to like finish on it up. You know, I had to get you laughing, Matty. You were looking a little bit down in the dumps. Yeah, no, I'm not down. I'm good. Um, I'm up and about. Mate, let's talk about Babas quickly. That though, as well. I bet you moaned about that all over. I did. <laughs> and you, yeah, and you reckon you got Bree good sympathy for yours? Yes. Yep. Bree was very, very sympathetic. <laughs> not. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. About as much as your <laughs> wife would be, Matty. Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, mate, Bathurst, obviously uh, yeah. this year, you know, I mean, we've spoken about it on the show the last couple of weeks, exactly what's going to happen. We don't know, but, you know, it's mm. obviously locked in. What, who's going to be there? What? We don't know. I've got my suspicions that it's going to be literally the races the and bubble. that's it, yep. the bubble. But um, yeah. you're with uh, Jimmy Golding again in your car. Um, and, um, you know, you had Dino last year, the old, the old Fonzie, Dini Fiore. Yep. Um, and so that's a bit of a change. It is. And um, I mean, it's a shame at the moment. If we're looking at going to Bathurst again without fans, which I think we are, it's it's, um, it's tough. Like, we, we you grow up watching that race and the driver's parade, like, I mean, you've done it, what, 48 yep. times? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Never as defending champion, I might add. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh, that's 12 hour. Come on. Give me a break. I didn't win the 12 hour. <laughs> Um, I just can't help myself. Um, but is that you know, that fan engagement there? It's, it's like no, like it's it's that and the Adelaide Five Hundred are my favourite events. Obviously, Adelaide's gone now, but they they're my favourites because of the the atmosphere that comes with it. And uh, yeah, we miss that. Like not having um, yeah fans on the mountain and stuff when you even on the in lap after race. But you know, it's like when you mm. get a result coming in and you see everyone cheering and. They're usually in a pretty sideways state by the Sunday Arvo as well. So it's <laughs> Even the podium, I can't, I can't imagine getting on the podium there. And I mean, the last one I got there was next to Lounsey and the, the amount of um, people cheering his name and that. This is a bittersweet thing, thing standing second, but it's a pretty surreal moment seeing that many fans cheering us on. So that's really that, that's what that event's about. But we still got to try and do it. Like it's, uh, as, I mean, it's part of that, champ- it makes up our championship. Like everyone always says we have Bathurst or a championship. It's like that is, it's on par with getting a championship yeah. for us. We've got to go there as a championship. And then I think even watching it on TV is important. At least people still grab their beer at lunchtime and watch the start of the race. And, um, yeah, it's it's uh, it's an icon, that race. So we've got to have it happen. Hopefully it happens when it's meant to. Otherwise, it may be delayed. Um, you know, and hopefully that's the worst case. Hopefully, worst case, it's delayed. And hopefully in the future, we've got people back ASAP. It also, well, I think... Yeah. Oh, sorry, Nimsy. I was just going to say quickly... My my view of what's going to happen is it's going to be a bubble. There's going to be nobody there. 
everyone yeah. from supercars is going to be staying basically either in a camper inside the precinct or at the Ridges Hotel there. That's it, not out and about in their houses where they normally Actually, would be. That would be uh, I, was, I was looking at getting a camper this year for in the track, but they're so expensive. Mm. Hopefully, if we're all in a bubble, supercars cover the cost of campers for us. <laughs> 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 I don't have to pay someone to get a camper in. I was like, yeah, I <laughs> Surely someone listening could lend Scotty Pie your camper yeah. for the weekend. It's not like the people in Victoria can use it. Oh, so they could utilise one nine media. Stay with me. Oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it, it depends who's renting the camper. <laughs> <laughs> but you're absolutely right, though, Scotty. I mean, going back to what you said, I mean, we saw being uh, there's just something about the 1000 that makes it special because we were at Bathurst at the, to kick off the season, and it didn't feel the same, did it? No, no, it didn't really. And I mean, the, even the the launch doing it there was really strange because. Um, Normally you do the launch and it might not be in front of fans, but if you're going to do it at a racetrack, there's going to be people there. And that was an odd feeling doing all the press and TV and stuff on the grid there with no one there. But it changes, I guess, even our approach. Like there's no, um, the anxiety, like you, you're rolling on the Monday or Tuesday. Um, and it just, the town, the atmosphere is, uh, yeah, I don't know. It feels like yeah. you're on race day. As soon as you arrive in the main street yeah. there and the driver's parade and everything just starts to add to that. So puts on a different level. It doesn't feel like, um, you know, we're just, just there racing. But it's still, I'm, I'm never, ever going to say no to racing at Bathurst. Like, I don't, you know, I'd, I'd race in front of fans or without them. As long as I can go to that track once a year, as a driver, you get your fix then because it's the coolest place I've ever ever raced at. Well, fingers crossed we can actually have it go ahead. But, uh, yeah, you will be in action next week virtually. Make sure you get on board Scotty Pie's Twitch because it is fantastic. Twitch.tv forward slash Scott Pie. And if you are, say, a business or someone that would like to take advantage of some social media, content production, or maybe even some feature film production, get in touch with the guys at One Nine Media. That's one nine media.com. So O N E N I N E media.com.au. But uh, Scotty, it's been an absolute pleasure as per, as per usual. Thanks for jumping on board the driver's seat and uh, go well in the E series. And hopefully, we'll get to see you at a racetrack soon. Appreciate it, boys. Thanks for the laugh. Cheers, guys. <laughs> there you go. Scotty Pye joining us here on the driver's seat. And I'll tell you what, I, I cannot wait to see. Um, well, what he does in the E-Series, because the Twitch streams were so good last year. Yeah. He, look, he's a genuinely good bloke, isn't he? Like, yeah. I, there's, there's, I, I hear, if, if any, very few people, if any, have a bad word to say about Well, if they do, if you have heard a bad word, it's people that don't know him. Yeah, that's right. He is just, you know? a, great, he is just a great young bloke with a good message, trying hard, yep. very talented. Um, I hope he goes well. And I, he, look, <clears> he's, on the, he's on the up with Team 18, I think. Um, well, he's I got all the expectation. <laughs> well, and I think the expectation was is that Winterbottom was gonna he was gonna be a bit of an understudy to Winterbottom, but he's outshone mm. Mark definitely. So I don't know we'll have to wait and see, but uh, I'd, I'd like to see him back. And I think having I think having um, the co-driver that he's got this year, no disrespect to Dean, but I, I just think he's in a better position to have a better result this yep. year. I reckon. Yeah, I think so. I think you're right. So you know. Let's just hope we can all watch it, get there. Well, it's the only way we're going to see it uh, on the TV. Yeah, exactly right. But um, you know, you know, he's definitely one of the good guys from supercars, and um, you know, he's 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 a go getter. He doesn't, as he said, he he's got his own business. Yeah, he's a real go getter, and he works hard. And you know, I really appreciate that. Mm, it certainly is. Um, Scotty Pye, our feature interview, thanks to Ryko Filters. Ask your mechanic for Ryko Filters, the professional's choice. And I, I mean this absolutely. Uh, You've got to jump onto Scotty Pie's Twitch because it is very, very yep. entertaining. Uh, it, it, I, it I, I don't even know what Twitch is. So. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> you, you'll know. You'll know. Just go to Apple TV and go to Twitch and you'll see it. Righto. Okay. Uh, Twitch, Apple TV. Twitch.tv <laughs> forward slash Scott Pye is the place to check out uh, all those hilarious debriefs there. But uh, you're listening to The Driver's Seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. Together we are shaping and building Australia. We'd love to hear from you. Text in 0433 98 11 16 because there is plenty to talk about. We'll take a quick pause for the cause. Back with more right after this. This is The Driver's Seat with Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson. Thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. This is The Driver's Seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. You can be part of the show too. Text in 0433981116, wherever you're listening around the country or whether or not uh, you tuned in via The Driver's Seat app as well. There is lots to get to today, so let's get straight into our Bendix Breaks Big Moment. Now on the driver's seat, another Bendix Breaks Big Moment. Put your foot down with confidence. Bendix Breaks. Yeah, put your foot down with confidence. Bendix Breaks, Australian technology for all weather confident braking. Uh, this is something that we pretty much knew was going to happen, boys, but... Uh, the Sandown TCR round has officially been cancelled. The Shannon's Motorsport Australia Championships event at Sandown. I should give it its proper title. It was meant to include Super Cheap Auto TCR Series, uh, the Gulf Western All Touring Car Masters and the Trans Am. You, we're actually looking forward to it because uh, it would be all the boys back in the studio, which we haven't done in a while. Yeah, and home <laughs> round for me and for Kubota and... And uh, a whole bunch of people. So, yeah, disappointing. As you rightly said, Nimsy. And Nimsy could have been there with us. Absolutely. And um, absolutely right, Nimsy. We, we talked about it last week. We thought that it was going to be given the Tijuana brass, and it has. So, yeah, it's unfortunate, but to be, again, to be expected. And, you know, we, did, we don't want to whinge about these things as well because it's just car racing. But uh, disappointing. Hopefully it'll be back next year because mm. the cars on the, on the, the ARG – calendar, you know, TCM, Trans Am, TCR, they suit Sandown, S5000, they suit Sandown beautifully. So it would have been very cool to be there, but alas, no. But there is, we, we have had, you know, another option come up, Stevie J, haven't we? Yeah, it's been, you know, they've been working pretty hard behind the scenes to try to, you know, it must be a nightmare just trying to organise oh, stuff hell. that they don't, yeah, <laughs> that they don't know. Or they don't know what's going to happen, so they're trying to organise for the unknown. And um, well, and you, to be able to go to the bend for a double header, yeah, uh, is fantastic. Now, but they're talking about now the double header uh, being on just the one weekend. Yeah. So uh, Thursday, the fourteenth, fifteenth, and sixteenth of October, they're going to do a uh, a double header, which is really cool. So what will happen if you are the casual observer, we'll have practice in qualifying on Friday for all of our races and, all, and for the rounds. And then certainly from a Trans Am point of view, three races on Saturday, which will, which will constitute round five, and three races on Sunday, which will constitute round six. So you've got to be really careful that when you go out, Nimsy and Steve, uh, no matter where you qualify, you don't have an almighty shunt uh, on the Saturday because it could end your whole weekend. And then if that happens, you've lost essentially two rounds. Two rounds. So you got it. there's going to be a little bit of strategy played into this as well. Um, they're talking about that it's going to be broadcast the Friday as well. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of talk about that at the moment. So that'll be really cool for, for ARG and, and, uh, and that category and all those different categories. So you know what? I think Nimsy and Steve, at the end of the day, we're just going to be happy to be racing mm-hmm. wherever we go. 
Yeah, it's yeah, been 100%. it's been a hell of a dry spell for you boys because Sydney Motorsport Park all the way in the back of April and May, uh, where you actually to, uh, stood on the top step in the the True Blue Three uh, there, Stevie J. Um, yes, uh, yeah. but yeah, that seems like a bloody lifetime ago. Quickly off the uh, text line though, Michael's texted in. Always enjoy the show every week, boys. Got nothing to add tonight, sorry, but stay safe uh, and your families. Hopefully, catch up with you one day. We'd Absolutely. Good on you, Michael. That, Michael. That is yeah, yeah, absolutely. You're a legend, mate. Thank you. And you are a regular listener, so we love your input. Normally, I think, Michael, you don't mind doing a bit of a drive-by on us. There's a bit of sledging usually comes out of Michael, I think, from time to time. So uh, Being nice tonight. Yeah. Although, Michael, if you feel the urge, by all means, get on, have a crack. That's cool. Uh, and then we, we, we got another one. Let's drive-bys, please. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. hey, we've got to have a laugh, don't we? We've all got to have a laugh. And some of the – that's what I love about our audience, Nimsy. Some of them have just the best sense of humour. Mm. I love it. So, uh, And then we got one from uh, – Text message in, uh, ending in 342. Make sure you, you put your names to the text messages too so we can read them out and attribute them to you. Um, is it true, Stevie J, that you would do a Bathurst like Russell and Murphy are going to do if they put a Macca's drive through in pit lane? <laughs> <laughs> I'd do it. I'd do it without the Macca's drive through Imagine halfway through a stint, you just fire down the main street of Bathurst, straight through the Macca's drive through oh. and back onto the circuit, maybe through a safety car period. You probably wouldn't even lose a lap. Imagine that Possibly. One. You, no. just, you could just see uh, Steve's going to uh, – time to do a driver change. No, no, I'm good. I'll go for another stint. Yeah. <laughs> I'd lose sure? a lap because Dan Murphy's is near Macca's. So. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, just, just speaking about – well, it's a good little segue. It's a hell of a tenuous segue, but it's one that will get us there. Mm-hmm. The Bathurst International. Now, that was meant to be a, uh, a two-driver TCR five hundred kilometer enduro. Now, that obviously has been scrapped. Uh, mm-hmm. the, the, the event hasn't. Um, let's quickly put that out there. The event mm-hmm. hasn't been scrapped, but uh, the two-driver Enduro has been. It's going to be three, not sprint races, but three 21-lap races. It's the longest of uh, the TCR Australia mm-hmm. series. Do you, do you reckon that, like, if you were, you know, ARG, you'd be very much looking at that November date and still thinking, okay, how do we, we've got to make this one work at least. Yeah, it's... Yeah, I, this is this is the thing, Nimsy. It's like, hard. Like... Schooling, like um, theatres, like going out to restaurants, everything. You you can try and plan anything, but everything you can't lock anything in. Yeah. So I think you know supercar and and, and every other sporting um, uh, sporting group right now, Stevie J is is saying everything's tenuous. Mm. You know, like I, 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 this is not a show to discuss COVID necessarily, but. You know, a week and a half ago, we were looking at the numbers coming out of Sydney going, wow, 80 overnight. Can't get worse than that, can it? Two days later, it's 150. Then it's then it's two days later after that, it's another hundred. It's another 300 day. And now we're in the 600s. So well, and until all that gets yeah. sorted out, mate, everything's tenuous. It's one of those things too, it was just like, you know, like look at Canberra. Canberra's a, a perfect yeah. example. I mean, this time last week, we wouldn't even think that COVID Donuts. would want to go to Canberra. Mm. That's it. Mm. <laughs> it's too cold. A lot of roundabouts uh, too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you're right. You know, so one minute you can have done. I mean, look at New Zealand today. They've mm. had a couple. Mm. Slam the gate shut. Good on you, Jacinta. Thanks for that. And uh, uh, so everything's tenuous, Nimsy. There can be, and we, we're going to cover it off a little bit later in a segment uh, we've got coming up, but um, every date is tenuous. Businesses are scrambling. Sponsors are scrambling. Drivers don't know what they're going to do. Teams don't know what they're going to do. Um, it's a bit of a mess. But the thing is, we're all in it together. It's yep. not like one necessarily is is going out there and, and blazing a trail because even in this time, Stevie J, 
given this year, the drivers and teams don't want to be locked into their own bubble and away from their families for months on end. Mm. They are now subjected to these these rolling lockdowns yep. and and border clo- and border closures. So they're not even out there, Robinson Crusoe on their own. No. They're, they're subject to it too. Absolutely, and and you got to think that moving forward for these sort of races, whether it be uh, the supercars event where you know they can afford to quarantine after say their Bathurst 1000 but um for all the ARG teams like you know like you look at yourself Maddie yep. you know myself there's many people that you know we can get into Sydney no problem but can we get home no chance yeah. so um so the only way that they're going to be able to get that to happen for all of us is yep. to be able to have another bubble so to speak down mm. there mm. where we can then come home but I, I can't see that happening and just while we talk about, um, you know, cancellations, this this affects like even the peak of motorsport. Like, because just the news came out, the Japanese uh, Grand Prix is going to be shelved. Oh, bow. Yep. That's all done. Um, just got announced a little bit earlier that the uh, Japanese Grand Prix is no go, not going ahead. Mm. Which, oh, I don't know. We just had two weeks of Olympics in Japan, didn't we? And now we can't do three days of motorsport, four days of motorsport. So, I don't know. I don't know. I, I the 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 more I read about things and the decisions that get made and the reasons for the decisions and the the contradictions in in policy and this that and the other thing, it just it just grinds my gears. So I don't get involved too much in has, it. But Japanese Grand Prix has that. Gone. Yeah. Well, has that? Do you think their um, obviously their COVID cases that have I don't know. I mean, I haven't been privy to what's going on over there with regard to their numbers, but. Um, it just says, you know, he says in NIMSI that there's been an increase in the number of COVID nineteen infections. Is that is that just due? Is that due to the Olympics, or is that due to well, that was actually no? Happened. They were going up during and yeah, before. It was going up yeah. during, yeah. but yeah, it's and, not Olympics. And to be to give um, benefit of the doubt to the actual um, like the Olympics organizers were very gung ho. This has to happen. The Tokyo people were like, no, 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 no. We don't want this to happen. Why are you letting this happen? Yeah. So it was very much a big business move to get the Olympics, which means that if they did want to have the Japanese uh, Grand Prix, it's not like they're taking the general public's uh, opinion you know, into, into account here. No. Uh, and look, uh, again, uh, nothing surprises me about what's cancelled. Mm. You know? So but, um, everything's yeah. tenuous. Yeah, that was our Bendix Brakes big moment. Put your foot down with confidence. Bendix Brakes here on the driver's seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. Should we get to the text line, boys? Yeah, I reckon so. Um, Be a bit CBJ, coming through. Yeah, there is a few coming through, and and, uh, and good on you for doing that. You're all in lockdown, so you've probably got nothing else to do. Um, interesting, Stevie J, our good friend, Tommy! From Toowoomba has uh, chimed in as he does every week. Welcome, Tommy. Good to good to see you. Um, the only problem with two rounds at Tail and Bend for TCR cars is that if your car is on the wrong side of BOP or balance of performance settings, it's a big hit on your championship. Tony Delberto raised this, but yes, at least you'll be racing. Yeah, look, you're right, Tommy. Um, and I don't know how they're going to whether they're going to play the role, Stevie J, that on Saturday night, if, if say, Hondas are copying a, a flogging from the Hyundais, do they overnight change to BOP for the Hondas to be more competitive? If it's – I think they can do that if it's classified as round five on Saturday and round six on yeah. Sunday. Well, yeah, that's right. They can do that, 100%. Yeah. So I guess that's the answer, Tommy. If 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 you do – one of the manufacturers' cops are hiding on the Saturday, then you would think that the BOP is going to change – 
um, on Saturday night. So we'll have to wait and see. We'll just have to wait and see. Uh, another one here from Shane B. Pending restrictions, I'll drive the XD wagon five hours from Bendigo <laughs> to the Bend for a selfie sandwich with Matty Mack and Stevie J. Oh, Shane, a selfie sandwich with me and Stevie J. <laughs> Need a big lens. <laughs> 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 Busy, you're on fire. It is on fire. On, on and off yeah. air. You will, uh, you'll absolutely need to have the wide-angle lens if you're going to cop a selfie sandwich with us two mugheads. Uh, Shane, up if I was there too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, put the flash on if Nimsy's there. Um, yeah, oh, and Shane, Shane's a, a lovely bloke. It's, it's the gentleman who I bought my Mustang from, so good on you, Shane. Yeah. Uh, down in Melbourne in lockdown there. Um, Jeff in Hamilton Hills uh, texted in too on 0433981116. In all seriousness, not that I have the money... There's no cash here. Here, there's no cash. All right? Cash, no. Robbo? No cash. No cash. Uh, I love that bit. What would it take to see Stephen do a Bathurst 1000 again? That's from Jeff in Hamilton Hill. About 45 kilos off. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) An exercise program, personal trainer and light and easy. Oh, just light and easy. It's got to be very light and very easy. (laughs) (laughs) One last one before we get get to the break. Uh, This is from Lockie in Hurstbridge. Hey, guys, love the show. What's your thoughts on the F1 season so far? Will Ricardo fight back after the summer break? Oh, Lockie, great question. question. Um, And, Lockie, if you're a regular listener to the show, you'll realise that typically I find Formula One really boring. That was up until this year. This year, the first half of the year, Stevie J's been an absolute corker. Um, Mm. The sort of racing that we need to see for Formula One. It's been entertaining. It's been unpredictable. Bit of controversy, bit of aggro. Uh, I think it's been fantastic. Will Danny come good after the summer break, Stevie J? My answer before the, mm-hmm. the knowed person, the real person who understands about motorsport, uh, I think he's got to. That's my answer. I don't think he's got a choice, Lockie and Stevie J. I think he's got to. Yeah, you know, he's uh, either way, he's going to be there for his – I think he's going to be there for his tenure of his at least two years. But um, I think, you know, it's hard to know what's exactly being said behind closed doors, but – for everything that's in the media and what all they're all saying, they all understand what the problem is between obviously Dan and the team. Um, the team are backing him that he's going to be uh, up there when he unlocks what he needs to do within his driving. With mm. his driving, let's you know he he's basically his muscle memory from all those years of driving uh, Red Bull and, and then Renault. and then Renault, which is not that too dissimilar, mm. um, and now driving a car that's really totally different. Um, you know, he's struggling, but you know, he's a professional. He's, I still rate him. He's still a mega driver. Um, Yeah. And, and I, and I love Lando too. Like Lando's just doing a phenomenal job, but you know, that's all Lando knows. It's like what Danny Rick, that's all he knew in Red Bull. You know what I mean? So give him a chance. He's only done six months of this into a new car with a guy that's, yes, he's got talent, but he's, he's been brought up through the ranks that way from even before F1. So, you know, I think that he will. But, um, you know, I think everyone's, you know, and even the F1 media, they're, they're, they're harsh. They're, you know, and when you get into that little lull, oh, yeah. it's hard to get out of. Yeah, yep. they will definitely kick you when you're down. But uh, uh, keep your texts coming in, 0433981116. Talk F1, talk supercars, uh, talk wheelie bin racing, <laughs> whatever you want to. <laughs> Text in, 0433981116. We love getting your feedback. Just a quick drive-by from Michael before we get to the break. 
You're only 46 years old, Stevie, but couldn't fool me. You sound 65 talking on radio. (laughs) Yeah, you know why? Because you can't see me and you just know how much wisdom is coming out of my mouth there, Michael. Is wisdom, is that what that's called? Absolutely. Right, okay. It didn't smell like wisdom. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to take a break. You're listening to the driver's seat. Thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. This is The Driver's Seat with Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson. Thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. Wednesday night is motorsport night here on 1116 SEN and 1170 SEN. I've gone gone down a rabbit hole here because now I'm going to have to list every frequency (laughs) of all the SENs. Wherever you're listening across Australia on 1629 SENSA, 1620 SEN on the Gold Coast, 1629 SEN Hobart or on digital radio in Western Australia on SEN Peel. Thanks for jumping on board. We love having your company every single week here on The Driver's Seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. 0433 98 11 16 is the text line if you would like to get in touch. A couple of texts come through, boys. Uh, yes. No COVID in Tassie. If Tassie put on some racing with spectators in the paddock, the crowds would be double. <laughs> <laughs> He's here all week, folks. I'll give him one of those. There, there we go. go. <laughs> hey, but you know, that interesting point, though. There is no COVID in Tassie. No. So if you're going to bubble again, could we move everyone back over? I mean, it's hideously expensive to race it at Simmons Plains because of the getting the cars across and the trucks. But, you know, if, if for whatever reason, it's an option, isn't it? Yeah. Couldn't we true. bubble down there and do a double header at Simmons Plains? To I, coin a phrase? I can't see why not. You well, could do it, couldn't you? The thing is, like, what, what we saw last year is that anything is possible. Yep. So yes. it's, Correct, it's just it just requires a bit of cash dollary dues and uh, and uh, uh, you know the the willingness to do it from uh, governments to open up borders. But because uh, we have seen with the with the football codes, um, Anastasia Palaszczuk seems to slam border shut very quickly, unless of course you're carrying a ball well, and, do. and yes. running pretty quickly across a field. Yes. But uh, hey, look, well that's that's, <laughs> that's, another, that's another point there. Oh, Nimsy, careful, mate. You're a Melbourne boy. <laughs> To be lynched. Um, another one too. Uh, this is from Steve in Canberra. Hello, Steve. Oh, um, Steve from Canberra. Hey guys, Stevie J. What are your thoughts on TA2 racing, and are they hard to set up? Uh, oh, that's a good question. Yeah, can I uh, hang on? I just want to take some notes. Take on some this. notes on the setup. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> you're going to take some notes on a, on someone giving setup ideas that's never driven one. <laughs> uh, mate, um, I love them. I think they're they're a great concept. They're a great car. Uh, they're they're real, you know, like they're real. Um, you know, I'm not saying that a lot of the cars aren't real, but you know, this is very much like old school supercar. You know, H pattern gearbox. There's no aids. There's no flappy pedals. There's no. Talent. Yeah, it's all about your driving and your driving technique and learning everything properly. So I, that's why I love them. That's why Jet's in it um, because I think once he drives something like the TA2 properly mm. and understands it well, um, he will be able to jump into a lot of other things and do it with ease. Um, but uh, but also going down the, the road of setups, um, you know, they're not that hard to set up, but um, they're very simple to work on. But it's like anything, you know, there is little tweaks here and little things there that make a bit of a difference that you sort of learn along the way. Um, black but, art uh, stuff, the little black magic the little, stuff. Yeah, absolutely. It gets a little bit of salt and pepper that gets sprinkled on them. A little fairy them. dust, a little yeah, Steve dust. Here, gets, a little well, Steve dust. A little Steve right, dust gets, <laughs> that's spread on it and it seems to go okay. But no, honestly, uh, what I've done is I've enlisted uh, Paul Forgey who 
was Marcus Ambrose's um, engineer when he won all those championships. Um, mm. He's done a lot of stuff in Trans Am, mm. TA2 and Trans Am. Uh, so uh, he understood it. And I've got him engineering jet, uh, which has helped us immensely. So Yeah, and, it, and it's a series that's based all around talent, as we said. 100%. Which is why I'm mid-pack at best most days when I race right. <laughs> um, here's, here's one more text before we uh, get to our off-the-track update. Um, evening, gents. Just to go back a few weeks, in regards to Fab's comments that no one at, GJ, at DJR listened to him, was that a classic case of foot in mouth? Cheers. The big G. Well, big G, I don't think it was foot in mouth. I think it was uh, that was it was a genuine crack at at DJR. Uh, I think it's a genuine feeling that Fabs had is that that they just used to listen to Scotty Mac. Um, so I wasn't foot in mouth. He knew exactly what he was saying and who he was saying it to. Mm. Um, and you know what? It's I don't know. It's tricky. It, you, we love Fabs. Fabs a great guy. Mm-hmm. Um, friend of the show. I, you know, we, friend of the show. Friend of ours. I'm and, just and not Steve, sure you, you should say that sort of stuff when you're in the back two cars. And Steve, you've uh, you know you've done stuff outside of uh, a racing with Fabs. Still do. Know, yeah. Mm-hmm. On a, on a on a more personal basis too. Absolutely. So um, look, it's, yeah, I, I think you've pretty much. It was, maybe it was taken out of context. Maybe it wasn't. I'd like to think it wasn't Nimsy, and I actually love that he said it because it's one of the things we talk about in this series is we don't see enough genuine personalities and genuine thoughts. You know that when mm. that went all by the bay, all by the wayside with Russell Ingle mm. and all that kind of stuff. And now, yeah, they tried to clean it up too much and not have any yeah. controversy. So I love that, that Fab sort of said thing. it. Good on you, Fabs. Whether it's true or you not, know, I just love that he said it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, and, and that's his opinion, and everyone's entitled to their opinion, and. You know, in my past experience, DJ, I didn't, I wasn't in there ingrained in DJR Team Penske when it was mm-hmm. was co-owned um, as such. But I know from the Johnson side of things that when I was racing there, and, and even past when I was racing there, uh, it was an even playing field for everybody. So there was no secrets kept for any side of the garage. It was, you know, we've got all this at your disposal. You tell us how you want to do it, and if that's the way that it's going to make you the fastest, then we'll do it. To so play, that, that's all on you. To play devil's advocate too, before we put a little bow on that, um, there were some days, and there were very rare days, but they did exist, uh, where Fabs was had the better car than Scotty. Like, well, you certainly yeah. beat him yeah. on the odd occasion. Yeah, absolutely. And, and look, I've, you look at you look at any form of motorsport over the years. There are times in teams where you just don't want to be there. You don't want to be Michael Schumacher's teammate. Mm. You don't want to be Lewis Hamilton's teammate. You didn't want to be Jamie Wincup's teammate until probably the last couple of years. You wouldn't want to have been Scotty McLaughlin's teammate. Yeah. Two people can't win. One person can only win. And when that other person wins a lot, then the natural assumption, the natural yeah, the, the discussion, the, the natural driver. fallback is they're the number one mm. driver and I'm not getting listened to. Mm. You didn't want to be James Courtney's teammate. <laughs> oh, sorry. I'd, I'd love to that have been. That was meant to be my inside voice. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to have been James Courtney's teammate. I don't think that would have been I must fun. admit, it actually was. Would have been it fun. was fun. It was fun. And the hangers on it always would have been pretty spectacular too. Yeah, yeah. it was fun. There wasn't that many times where we – Basically, we're trying to kill each other. Just Townsville, generally, when you backed into him. Yeah, it was there was a couple of incidents. I yeah. think I think uh, Steve, if we spoke to Garth Tander, he might say something a little bit different. But um... I think Garth would be on my page. <laughs> I think would he? he? Would. Absolutely. Okay. Mm, we'll, we'll, mm. we'll leave it by that one. But uh, why don't we ask him, Nimsy? Put uh, that on the net. Put that in the notebook. Let's yep. get Garth on.
Uh, text in 0433 You're listening to The Driver's Seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. So we'll take a quick break and come back with our off-the-track update here. Uh, we do that thanks to Burson Auto Parts, known for first-class knowledge and service because this is something that happened last week that we didn't quite get into the nitty-gritty. So we're going to get granular. We're going to go through each and every part of this and just figure out what happened in a very... I don't want to say messy circumstance, but no. it, it did con- it did concern the most famous racetrack in Australia, and uh, a bit of a conflict of interest. But we'll get to that right after this is, here. On Nimsy, is that is this Maddie on his soapbox again? We're, 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 no, not really. I mean, bring it out, <laughs> bring it out anyway, and a step ladder because I might go right to the top. We'll keep it out for just a bit. God, Good. nothing is working today. Oh. <laughs> God almighty. <laughs> Back with more of the driver's seat right after this. This is the driver's seat with Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson. Thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. Welcome back to the driver's seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. We'd love to have your company here. Text in 0433981116. We'll get to your text in just a moment because a flurry have just got in. But right now, it is time for our off the track update. And now, it's the driver's seat off the track update. Thanks to Burson Auto Parts. Burson, we know auto parts. Yeah, we do it thanks to Burson Auto Parts celebrating 50 years. We touched on this briefly, but um, Challenge Bathurst last week. Uh, you know, you're well across this, Matty. Um, there, yes. there, there was a bit of a, a conflict of interest, shall we say. Well, look, it was an interesting scenario. And I think um, if, you were li- if you were a regular listener to the show, you would have... Uh, heard last week that I did get up on the soapbox, Stevie J, and kicked the heels on and and um, had a bit of a crack at everyone that was concerning uh, what was going on with the official date of the Bathurst 1000. So that was to give it some context. It was Challenge Bathurst and the Bathurst 1000. There was a contractual uh, issue that was going on that Challenge Bathurst was to ha- not have any other events a week or two weeks either side of it. So they got so like when, a buffer zone. So they got like a buffer zone. So when the Bathurst 1000 announced the date that they were going to be coming and running, of course, Challenge Bathurst kicked up and said, no, we've got a date. That's not going to happen. We've got a contract, yada, 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 blah, blah, blah. And we all said, for goodness sake, can you just bang your heads together? And Peter Adderton was the same from Boost Mobile. I said, can we please just work together for the nature of the sport, for the good of the sport, for getting our fans some racing? Anyway, so I did some digging, boys. I went a little bit Stevie Scoop and I did some digging during the week. Mm -hmm. It's a really interesting scenario, this one, because – you know how I'm a little bit cynical about the business of motorsport sometimes? Yep. Shock horror, boys. The Bathurst 1000 kept their date. Shock horror? How did that happen? Cash. <laughs> Cash money. Someone got paid money to no longer uh, be upset about the clause in their contract. So let's just so, let's, let's put everything out in the open here. So the uh, Challenge Bathurst had the original date of November yes. 11 to 14. That's right. They've got the exclusion zone uh, on both sides of that, which means that's right. No other motorsport-related event can do that. Now, this is this is something that they signed with the Bathurst Regional Council, correct? Correct, correct. And so, of course, then Bathurst One Thousand, the supercars came out and said, "Well, we're going to race on uh, on November fourth to seventh. Correct. And then Challenge went, "No, you're not." Now, here's the interesting thing, Lindsay. There's two little there's two little bits to this whole story that I really. When I heard it and when I realised it, when I did some research, I thought, my goodness me, how did this even become a thing? 
there is a partner that there is a, a sponsor that sponsors Challenge Bathurst. Mm-hmm. There is a sponsor that that sponsors the Bathurst One Thousand. There is a parent company that owns both of those sponsors. Right. So the little Challenge Bathurst event was jeopardising the Bathurst One Thousand event, which is of course. Repco, and this is their first Bathurst 1000 event, and it's, that was hoping to be bigger than Ben Hur. What I don't understand is that how did not someone from the parent company of both of these companies that are owned come down and put their hand gently on the shoulder of someone at Challenge Bathurst and said, Hey, pull your head in. Just pull your head in. We're fine. It's okay. It's all going to be fine. But unfortunately, that didn't happen. And the Bathurst 1000 had to go through and supercars had to go through the rigmarole of having meetings and then ultimately paying Charlie Ash to be able to keep their event on November 4th to 7th. So once again, it wasn't all done for the good of the sport and for the good of the fans and all that sort of garbage, all that sort of garbage as a press release might uh, allude you to. Nah, it was cash. Pay us a little bit more money and you can have your date. So good for that. Now, here's the thing, though, Nimsy. This is what I found really interesting. Supercars and ARG then went into discussions. Mm-hmm. Stevie J, they went into discussions. They all sat in a room. The big heads all sat in a probably a virtual room between Sydney and Melbourne, sat in a room, and there was a long discussion and an agreement that what would happen is that there would be almost like a seven-day festival of motorsport for the Bathurst International and the Bathurst 1000. So across seven days, two weekends, we'd have the Bathurst International and then all of the broadcast staff, all of the cameras, they'd all stay there. Campers do all that sort of stuff. And then the next weekend, you'd have the Bathurst 1000. So as fans, we were about to be treated to a mega seven days of motorsport. Like a festival of motorsport. At a the festival of motorsport. At, at the home, essentially. Fe- of, a uh... festival <laughs> of the racing car. I mean, how good would that have been? And then so, it, so I, I must highly commend Supercars and ARG for actually doing the right thing by fans and saying, hey, guys, let's do this together because this is going to be pretty mega. And then, of course, it didn't happen. Why didn't it happen? Well, we know who sponsors the Bathurst 1000 and we know who sponsors the, uh, the Bathurst International. Mm. And they are not owned by the same parent company. They are very much in opposition <laughs> to each other. So there was no sharing of the air when that happened. So unfortunately, we will not be treated to a uh, a festival of the motorsport, all because of business, mm. money, cash. Unfortunately, drives me insane. Unfortunately, it is something that does uh, weave itself uh, quite very much in the fabric of the sport. But uh, look, so despite the original uh, protest from Challenge Bathurst, uh, the new date for the Bathurst One Thousand will remain as it is on the calendar, November fourth till seventh. Uh, the the bit that always stands out to me as the most ridiculous in this entire scenario is. If you were to say to the average punter, the one that does not give an absolute rats about motorsport or car yep. racing or whatever, say to them, Bathurst, what is it? They think of the 1,000. They don't think yep. of the six-hour. They don't think no. of the 12-hour. They don't think of Challenge Bathurst. They don't think any of that. Or the international. No. 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 It's always the 1,000. That is the reason people are drawn to that mountain. But uh, You know what? It, and it made me laugh. It made me think. I was thinking about how could I put this into one sentence, Stevie J. <laughs> It was like three blokes fighting over the prom queen and two of them are brothers. (laughs) (laughs) Couldn't get their their stuff together, but money changed hands. And, of course, that's the way the world works. So we're back to having the Bathurst 1000 uh, on the 4th to 7th of November. And, uh, hey, big welcome to Burst and Auto Parts. 
Yep. Welcome, guys. Mm. Good to have you on the show. Uh, that was our off-the-track update. Thanks to Burson Auto Parts. They're known for first-class knowledge and mm. service. You're listening to The Driver's Seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. Fair flurry of texts come through on the old temper text line, 0433 if you want to get in touch. Uh, we'll get to our race rewind in just a moment, right here on The Driver's Seat. This is The Driver's Seat with Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson. Thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. Welcome back to The Driver's Seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. Got a couple of texts coming through. Sorry, I'm giggling at those texts. I was doing the exact same thing. Uh, Do you want to get to some of them, Stevie? Um, where do you want me to start? They're good, are they? Yeah, I know. They're Probably actually... by not chewing lollies on air when you come. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I didn't realise when Nimsy said 10, I thought he said 10 minutes, not 10 seconds. <laughs> no, you thought 10 red frogs. That's what it bloody yes. is. What a pro, ladies and gentlemen, on your Wednesday night. Stevie J munching on red frogs I in the studio. I a red frog. I was starting to doze off. Actually, I want to get to this. This is a really good one. Uh, who, who's it from, actually? Shane. Shane B. Um it probably isn't a fair question, but where in the standings does Scotty Mack have to finish the season to call it a successful season from our point of view and from Roger's point of view? Roger uh, being Roger Penske. Roger Penske, absolutely. I think he's going brilliantly, Shane. Thanks, mate. Great question. Um, I think, you know, he's leading the Rookie of the Year at the moment, and I think that if he was to... Which, sorry, to be fair, isn't that hard because... He's the only rookie doing ovals and road courses. Yeah, I think Grosjean, he's only missed one. Grosjean's doing one coming he's, up. Yeah, Grosjean's going to do his first oval mm. coming up. But, but he's only missed, well, he, if, from this weekend, he'll miss two. Or is he racing this weekend? I can't remember what he said. But, um, yeah, it's, and, and let's be fair, Scotty finished third in that first oval, so he did a great yes, job. Yes, he did, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but um, I think, you know, maybe rookie of the year. Honestly, there's no specific number where he would have to finish. Um, you know, Not I, top 15? No, I don't think you would need. Like, Roger's a very patient bloke. Um, and, you know, you saw that with when he came in and, and Scotty Pye was there for years uh, at DJR, Team Penske as well. So, yeah. um, you know, I, it's hard to pinpoint and put a, put a number on. But, no, I don't think, you know, top 15 would be awesome. Mm. Um, I just think he needs to hit certain, you know, not milestones, but KPIs through the year with regard to qualifying or yes. whatever it might be. Yeah, yeah. And there's no doubt, Shane, that he'd be disappointed, I think, right now. He had a he had a ripping start, obviously. Yep. And he hasn't shown much in the last few races. So he'll be he'll be doing some soul searching. He'll be doing some time in the simulator. Uh, he's made a few mistakes. He's made a few mistakes, but he'll come. Um, but, you know, like two races ago at Nashville, the street circuit. Yep. You know, fifth Taken fast, out by his teammate, too. Yeah, but fifth fastest lap of the race, you know. So... There's positives there and there's signs of speed. It's just not coming together like it did at the start of the year. Um, are you going to you going to uh, look at some text? Uh, yeah, or? yeah. So, uh, Stevie, if there's one thing that you would take from your dad uh, to say to your son, what would it be? Oh, good text, Michael. Ooh, good, good on you, text. Michael. What would what would if there's one thing? What there's would you quite say? a few things that I can't say on air. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> I've heard you say things that get you landed in jail. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, but one thing that's always stuck in my mind from him. I think when he saw me starting to get to the point, not in supercars, this is even before Give that. Give us the gem. Give us the one gem. He told me that, you know, at the start of the race, you can't win a race at the start of the race, mm-hmm. but you can lose a race at the start of the race. Gold. What a gem. He says, you know what? Or Actually, he even condensed that down a little bit further. He goes, 
Mate, you can't win a race at the first corner, but you can certainly lose it. There you go. So yep. that's exactly and what he said. There's another one in Imsy that uh, every racing parent has said to their kid, to finish first, first you must finish. Mm. So try go. not to throw it away on the first corner there. Uh, hey, Tommy from Toowoomba. Come on, you Tommy. Um, if it was a vote, TA2 are the second best category in Australia. Big fields and great racing throughout the grid. Good on you, Tom. I yeah. happen to agree. Nice yeah, I with... agree too. Just, just, just to behind agree. TCM. That's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> this, this one's from, uh, from Greg in Upper, Upper Coomera. Coomera. Upper Coomera. Yeah, good on you, Greg. We know Greg. Thanks for jumping on board, Greg. Hey, boys, got bugger all the value to add to the conversation tonight, <laughs> but just wanted to say good day. Cheers. Good day, Greg. Thanks, good on Greg. you, Greg. We've also, um, got, we've also got a very, very passionate person here uh, <laughs> that's texted in multiple times. In fact, mm. he still is texting, so pop a name on it. And less capitals, please. But boys, your sport needs a royal commission too. Boys, free-to-air only way for any sport will grow. No free-to-air. TV. Most important thing is ex-drivers, ex-footy players have a voice. Good or bad words must be heard. I agree with you. Yep, I agree with you. 100%. It was interesting, Nimsy. I was just saying when we were off air that I've just tuned in. I'm a little bit little bit late to the party, but I'm... I've just started listening to the Howie Games, which mm-hmm. is a podcast you can get on you on any particular listening platform that you subscribe to. Um, and he interviews Scotty McLaughlin, I think 20, it must have been 2018 or 2019, and he was talking about when at the Adelaide 500 he had a race with Jamie Wincup and he knocked him off just on the line and Beretta came up to him and, and Scotty dropped the F-bomb. He the said, famous Jandal one. The famous Jandals. Mm. He has ne- – his socials – and the uh, brand recognition of Volvo that he was driving went through a the roof. Remember the glory days of Scaife and Ingle having a crack at each other and supercars tried to wind them all back? I think you're right. I think we need we need to let our drivers off the leash because they're a passionate bunch doing a dangerous thing, and I think it's we want more NASCAR. We want a little bit more of that sort of action I've on our biffo. screens. Yeah, a bit of biffo. I love that. That's That would be mega. I've been watching uh, some of the Super Archive stuff that's on YouTube now, and it's a really, really cool thing that Supercar's been doing. Obviously, they have to since most of us are in lockdown. Nothing else to watch. The, yeah. Yep. Um, but uh, one of the... I was watching the race, uh, I think it was at Easton Creek after Marcus Ambrose won his first uh, mm-hmm. um, championship. The the line that stood out to me was like, I'm gonna I'm going around to stay, uh, to Scafey's car right now and ripping the one off the door. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, in the old days, you're right. In the old days, there was Murphy and Ambrose and Rick Kelly having a crack at each other at, at the Gold Coast race. Uh, yep. uh, there was Scafe, you know, throwing the throwing the bunch of five knuckles over to Ingle on the backside of Eastern Creek as well. That's what we want. We love the niggling aggro stuff that we mm. used to see, and I think uh, the drivers these days are told to basically be robots. The most of them. The only one that doesn't fit into that is Dave Reynolds. Dave Reynolds. Um, you know, so I, I like to, I'd like to see more personality, and I'd like to see our, our broadcast partners certainly. Um, really go behind the scenes and capture some of the emotion. I, I think. Oh, he's dead to me, bro. <laughs> exactly right. Good on you, mate. Uh, Reynolds, yeah, 100%. I'd, I'd love to have a grid of 24 Reynolds. Mm. That would be, you know, that would just be a circus. We don't, get, we don't get any NASCAR helmet no. throwing like they do over no, there. because they get too fined. In, in Australia, if you, got, if you, if you threw your, your you know, $8,000 helmet at another no, car. No, it's because of that. Because it's an $8,000 <laughs> yeah, helmet. helmet. All the drivers are too tight. And it's they know. painted, they... bro. Yeah, come yeah. on, man. <laughs> I'd love to see him have a crack. That'd be great. Uh, one last one on the text before we take a quick break. We'll get to our race rewind eventually, trust me. Um, but we just love getting uh, your feedback here on the text line 0433 98 11 16. This one's from Jono. 
bring on more Twitch antics between Cream Pie, SVG and Steve during another lockdown for most of Australia. What more could you ask for? What's your favourite uh, sort of pie? Uh, uh, I'm a cheese and bacon guy. Cheese and bacon? Yeah, yeah. And I'm just a good old-fashioned mince. Yeah, but I'll tell you what, I'll smash a four and 20. Yeah. Four and 20 on a Sunday. Yeah. Watching a bit of footy or right. The little ones? The yeah. little ones? Oh, mate, I'd smash a dozen of those. <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, if you're listening, Mrs. Mac, just a couple of four and 20s in the freezer, if you wouldn't mind. On, That'd be on, great. On the topic of pies, though, before we get to our break, uh, you good folk at Full Throttle Barbecue. <laughs> actually, <laughs> we're doing. Product placement. Well, they were actually doing pies, pre order pies delivered to your door because of lockdown. Yeah, How good is that? Yeah, yeah. Good on you, Full Throttle. You yeah, know, and I'm not saying it because yes, they're a sponsor of mine. Yes, you are. <laughs> But no, they and as they are as a as a small business around the country, they are working yep. and changing and adapting damn hard to do what they can do. So I think it's a, a great initiative for them, and it's been crying out for that. So I wa- can't wait till I can send them up to Queensland. Mm. Hey, and just before we go, Nimsy, Jeff from Hamilton Hill has uh, just messaged in. Love the honesty, boys. Keep it coming, Jeff. I've got to tell you, as long as me and the uh, the big silver fox here are behind the microphones, you will get honesty, my friend. <laughs> All night long. And uh, if you are in the Newcastle region and would like to check out some pies, uh, ftbarbecue.com.au is the website. Uh, we'll take a quick break here <laughs> on the driver's seat. Where's the cash register sound? Cash? Oh, look off. I just, I just appreciate good pies. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> uh, you listen to the driver's seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. Welcome back to the driver's seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. Love to have your company tonight here on the driver's seat. There's a fair bit of pies texts coming in here. <laughs> but, uh, let's quickly get to our race rewind. <laughs> This is the Driver's Seat Race Rewind. We do that thanks to Gates Australia. Don't compromise. Choose Gates Premium Belts, Hose and Hydraulics. Uh, I don't mean to rub anyone's nose in it, but it might be a while before we get back to Sydney (laughs) Motorsport Park. And considering the fact that was the last round that uh, TCR Australia and uh, the ARG categories were at, and that was meant to be the next round of uh, the Supercars Championship, I thought we'd go back and look at uh, one of the great uh, Sydney Motorspark Super Sprints, the 2017 Red Rooster Sydney Super Sprint. He's turned him. McLaughlin has turned Van Gisbergen at turn two. Does Shane survive that one? That's a pivotal moment in the championship. McLaughlin will be in serious trouble over that and a huge amount of damage for Winkup. Now, this is a championship changer, not only by the mistake and the drama we saw at the start, the contact with McLaughlin on Van Gisbergen and now the resultant damage on the front of Wing Cup. This is a big one for Red Bull Racing with two cars out. There we go. Uh, the old It seems like ages ago uh, that you had the old school DJR team Penske, Red Bull Holden. What was actually, were they Red Bull Holden Racing team? No, it was just in? Red no, Bull. Just, just Red, Red Bull, Bull Racing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, and don't we miss racing at SMP? Mm. You know, and particularly that it's gone to the night format now. I think which is absolutely sensational. But uh, it's been it's been a place, Nimsy, where we've seen such controversy in the past. We were just talking about it a minute ago with Scaife and Ingle and some big accidents, particularly down at Turn Two, Stevie J, and and uh, it's it's a place of great history. And I can't, <laughs> none of us can wait. I think to get back there because I think they they've done such a wonderful job. Making it into a night race, Stevie J, I think it lends itself beautifully to that. And, um, you know, I, I can't wait to get back there. We were just getting to the point where the momentum was starting to swing back towards Sydney Motorsport Park with the fans because they just, 
you know, it it really sort of dropped away quite a lot trying to have that that race mid midday through through a, a Saturday or a Sunday. Um, but then when they moved it, uh, a lot more people could get out there. Yeah. You know, you didn't have to ruin your whole day to go to to watch the races, and and they they did more kid friendly stuff. Um, and I thought it was fantastic. It was an awesome spectacle, especially that first one with. Um, all the fireworks, fireworks yeah, down the straight magic, at the end. But, but, I mean, this race, this was the last, this this uh, Red Rooster Sydney Super Sprint, this was the last time they ran in the daytime, as Nimsy said. Yep. And I remember it with Fabian Coulter. I think he won the race, Nimsy, but there was a there was a lot of niggle and aggro between McLaughlin and Van Gisbergen, which yep. sort of went on all the mm. way through the year. They were bumping through turn one and all that sort of stuff, which I thought was absolutely well, sensational. That's where... But then he got a penalty. Correct. Well, that's that's the race where Shane actually – that was on a restart. And mm. Shane actually got up the side of Scotty Mack on the restart because Scotty didn't go or yep. couldn't go due to the safety car positioning. Down at turn two. Uh, together. Or out of the last corner. So then Shane was able to get up the inside of him before the restart mm. and then pass him. And then Scotty, I think – was a little bit cranky with that and, and gave them the old uh, Liberace halfway through turn two. That's right. And uh, made Shane do a very, very quick U-turn in that Holden. And I think, again, from memory, it was uh, it was the race where Jamie Wincup became – I think he, he gave the, the, the field an absolute pasting. He smashed him. And I think he and became the most victorious driver in supercars history, which was uh, pretty cool. Particularly, I think, Stevie J, any day that you surpass – Craig Lowndes in anything in the record books. That's a, a momentous day in the uh, in your career, I reckon. So it was a good race, that one. I do remember that one. I think as much also that uh, Red Rooster had come back on as a sponsor. They used to sponsor Barguana, I think. They did. When he was at Kelly yes, Racing. I think did. this was the first time they'd come on as an event sponsor. Looking at Bugs, which, they, uh, I thought they still did sponsor. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, be careful, because our friend from Burson Garage, of course, uh, or Burson Auto Parts, they... Uh, they look after uh, the Bargses, and we're going to have Bargs on the show, uh, both senior and junior at some point on multiple points throughout the year, I think, too. So I'm going to remind him that you had said that about him, Mr. Nims is all, <laughs> that, you know, he eats a lot of Red Rooster. Didn't he own a Red Rooster? He owned a Red Rooster. Yeah, that's right. He did, too. Maybe that, mate, you're right, Nimsy. Maybe he does look like that because he, you know, caught a pack of chips and chicken every day um, for breakfast. Go, going back <laughs> the to the Hawaiian red, pack he would have. That, is that what you'd have? Oh, with the with the with the cooked um, pineapple. Is Absolutely. that what you'd have? I don't know. I'm not a red rooster person. No, I'm just good, a rooster roll. Good cheesy man. nuggets they've got there too. Do they really? Nuggets. Cheesy nuggets. I feel like we're getting way off track here. Yeah, but, um, we are. We are. Um, <laughs> in fact, we've just had a text about that from Michael. Good on you, Michael. I love how most weeks you guys go way off topic, like tonight talking about meat pies. We'll have a, we'll have a <laughs> food, we'll have, Michael. We'll have Ian Hewitson on the show one day. <laughs> uh, he just loves dousing stuff in olive oil. I've noticed. He does. Oh or Mrs. Mac's favourite, Jamie. Jamie Oliver. If Jamie's on on the TV in our house, I am nowhere. I'm of distant memory. Hmm. Matt who? <laughs> yeah, but we know that Mrs. Mac changes her mind weekly. Oh, she does. Yeah, <laughs> she does. Oh, yeah. She's, yeah. I gave her a pasting you last did. week about changing she, she from was Charles mildly Leclerc. offended about that too. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah, well, yeah. She shouldn't do it. She should yeah. be loyal. Um, <laughs> one last one as we get back to Sydney Motorsport <laughs> Park here. Um, the best of the rest, Chazzy Mostert from ProDrive at the time. Yes. Clear start the rest of the field. He uh, had a P2 on Saturday, finished P5 on Sunday. But aside from that, it was just Triple Eight and DJR Team Penske. Was. And can I say, Nims Azor, Steve Johnson, um, in the most manly way possible, <laughs> saw Chazzy today. Chazzy fans, do not despair. He is not putting on weight. 
during this lockdown and summer holiday. He is looking fit. He's looking real fit. Just thought I'd throw that in there, just in case we were all worried <laughs> so about that. Yeah, Russell. just in case you were worried about, you know, one of the most popular drivers stacking it on. Uh, also, we should mention, uh, Chaz is actually going to be fielding, uh, he's going to be part of the uh, Cash Converters Supercars All-Star E-Series, which starts next week as well. So, you beauty. Good to see him you on beauty. board. Looking forward to that. And a, he'll be teamed with a pro gamer whose name escapes me, but I'll look at it through the ad break. Um, you're listening, you're listening <laughs> I'm to so the, surprised it's, it escapes you there, Nimsy. You're looking at, uh, sorry, you're listening to the driver's seat. Uh, that was the race rewind. We do it thanks to Gates Australia. Protect your ride with complete system replacement with Gates belts and hoses. Visit gatesaustralia.com.au. Send us your text, 0433 98 11 16. We'd love to hear them. Back with more right after this. This is The Driver's Seat with Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson. Thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. Welcome back to The Driver's Seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. In fact, they've been doing it for over 40 years, making tomorrow matter. Uh, I mentioned before the break, Walking to Andretti United have announced that Chaz Mossett and Dane Warren will be locked in. Oh, Dane, to, of course. Dane, Dane Warren. To, Dane Warren. To lead the How could you miss that out? 2021 Supercars E-Series <laughs> campaign. Dane Warren, uh, <laughs> he is a driver in the Porsche Esports Super Cup. Good on you, Dane. So, uh, yeah, it's it's an interesting competition. You're basically, you've got the All-Stars, which are the drivers and the Super 2 guys, and the Pro Sim guys, who are also going to be going at the same time. So should be a bit interesting there. Uh, on the text line, 0433981116. Uh, this one is from Charlie in Perth. Is the Perth Supercars coming back to Perth next year? Uh, look, Charlie, at this point in time, I don't even know if Western Australia will be part of Australia next year. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's very good. Uh, yeah, Charlie, who knows, mate? Who knows? It, it's who kn- We hope so. I can tell you from an insider at Supercars, they are absolutely gutted not being able to go there this year. Um, and the the fan base of Supercars in Perth is massive. And so um, they want to get back there to... to uh, you know, play their trade in front of some big WA fans. Mm. Uh, so thanks so much for texting in 0433981116. We're going to quickly get to this. Now on the driver's seat, the podium. Just a couple of loose ends and uh, tidbits that we'll go through. Three talking points, Matt tidbits. and Steve, to do a deep dive on. Now, this one was interesting. Earlier in the week, it came out from Ryan Walkinshaw. He basically said what everyone was thinking. Ryan Walkinshaw is quoted on record as saying, RD is basically the only one that wants a paddleship. But he's quoted, to be honest, I only know I only know one who is supportive of it, and that's Triple Eight. I've not spoken to a single other team that's supportive of it, and I've never really spoken to any fans that really want it to happen either. Yep. Here, here, Ryan. Here, here, and I'll have more to add to that at another person, Auto Parts off-track update in the near future about Gen 3 as well. Mm. So, uh, yeah, look, you're absolutely right, Ryan. Mm. Um, I don't think anyone wants it. I think RD does. Um, I think Shane Van been... Gisbergen, his lead driver, doesn't even want it. He doesn't want it. Uh, Nick no. Perkat's been out with the about it. I wonder how long it'll take him to make Shane say that he actually does want it now. <laughs> oh, mate, I was on the hot lap. <laughs> Thank you, Shane. Yes, we know you were. Yes, um, uh, you were on a hotter lap if you had a stick shift. Yeah, uh, look, I, it, we wait to see. And Gen Three boys, I'll elaborate on it later on, as I said, in another time. But Gen Three is still 
the jury is still out as to whether that's going to be on track next year. Mm. And there are things are bubbling in the background, uh, let P- me tell you. P2 on the podium. The Holden name will be completely vanished from Australia in the near future. General Motors is planning to rebrand the remaining Holden service centres to the AC Delco name, formally and forever retiring the Holden name from the Australian automotive industry. Now, AC Delco, in case you didn't know, is the GM parts and accessories division. Craig Lowndes has been the face of the brand for Mm -hmm. the uh, past couple of years, but GM's not forcing any dealerships to drop Holden branding, but they are strongly encouraging it. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. It's like when I was a kid and my mother... You know, she never, never uh, forced me to tidy up my room. She just encouraged me to do it or I'd die. Uh, yeah, look, it's sad. It's sad, isn't it? I mean, it, everything must change. I, I get that. I understand that. But, oh, boy, to see Holden disappear for potentially ever, Stevie J, is a very sad day. We already know that yeah. it's gone, but to see it actually under the ground is uh, it's a sad day. Well, does it? Surprise you, really? No, like, it doesn't surprise me. It's you know, a sad day. It is a sad day, yeah. 100%. And it's like when you couldn't buy a Saab anymore. That was a sad day. Well, I think what's, what's, <laughs> what's, what's difficult about it is Ford's in a bit of a different situation because Ford's brand is Ford in the States and yep. Ford in Europe. Yes. Whereas yeah, the GM banners. brand, which was a Holden brand, like branded Holden here in Australia, um, obviously for obvious reasons, but um, was not badge the same even though it was the same company over in the US or whatever. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's, that's and sold the same cars too. And sold the, the same cars. One hundred percent. One of my best friends in the world lives in New York. He's a copper and he drives uh Chev, I don't know what you'd call it over there. Chev, Holden Commodore. So uh, like a VZ. Yeah, no, v, uh, v VZ, was it? Yeah. VZ also, whatever it is. For a, for a point in time, like there was like a, a rebadged basically Commodore and NASCAR as well. I remember. Yeah. Mm. Yep. I could, yep. Couldn't yep. tell what the model was actually called. Yep. Over there. Absolutely. Yeah, there was Nimsy. So look, it's a, it's a, the thing. The thing is, and I, I had a discussion with somebody about this during the week. We used to build sensational cars. If you go back mm-hmm. to VZ, VY, uh, BA, BF Falcons, all that kind of stuff, we in this country produced mega cars. Sorry, ZB. That's what I was thinking. ZB. Of. Yeah. Is that uh, what they'd have over there? Would uh, they have? Did they? Did we export ZBs? Mate. No, no, no. Oh, I don't know. To America, I'm not sure. Right. Um, but we made brilliant cars, and now yep. I just think, you know, no one drove them. They all went and bought Rangers and Colorados and all that kind of stuff, and it just killed the local market, yeah. unfortunately. When it used to be. We've only got ourselves to blame, Nimsy. Mm. Bottom line. Yeah. 100%. It used to be all about this. Because I just might forget. We love football, meat, pies, kangaroos, and Holden cars. We haven't talked about kangaroos yet, but we have talked about the other two. <laughs> That's football, meat, pies, kangaroos, and Holden cars. Football and meat, pies, Oh, we we've, so, we've sort of spoken about kangaroos because <laughs> that's what it is a lot of meat pies. Exactly yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Not the ones from Full Throttle, ladies and gentlemen. I think that was Ken Sparks in that voice as well. Oh. Good old Kenny Sparks. Uh, yeah. One last you know, one. No, he had a daughter called Amber. Seriously? Seriously. Ken Sparks had a daughter called Amber Sparks. Did, anyway, people, used to, did people used to accelerate past her really fast? <laughs> I don't know, but her name was Amber Sparks. <laughs> Maddie doesn't get it, Nibsy. I get it. Oh, Amber. Like, Amber? And her two know? sisters, yes. red and green. Yes, um, I got it. <laughs> Traffic lights. I did get it, boys. Um, hey, there you go. Uh, Try one, the meat pies. He's here all week. One last one to Team 18 is the latest team to follow Triple Eight in switching <laughs> to the Chevrolet Camaros uh, when Gen 3 rules are introduced. So basically, we got Erebus, Brad Jones Racing, and uh, now Team 18 to commit 
actually formal. We, yeah, that's one of the things that, that I had written down in my little bit of paper here that we didn't get a chance to uh, ask Scotty Pye because we've digressed a little bit with him as well. That doesn't sound um, like us. Yeah, exactly. But um, <laughs> but how how cool did his Dewalt? Uh, sensation. Look, sensational. Like it yeah. looked really it looked tough. really tough. Yeah, yeah. The other the other car didn't. I don't think it was wrong colouring, mm-hmm. but I, I thought Scotty's looked outstanding. Yep. The Camaro looked mint. Yep. So very, really, very cool. Really good. Really good. Uh, we're going to take a quick break here on the driver's seat and wrap it all up. You can text in 0433981116. We do it thanks to Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. This is The Driver's Seat with Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson. Thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. Welcome back to The Driver's Seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia together. Before we wrap up, uh, look, we're all about parity here on the show, and I know we did play an old-school Holden ad, and I think it's only fair just for a bit of balance to play an old-school Ford ad too. Have you driven a Have you yeah, driven cool. a Ford lately? I've got to tell you. <laughs> yeah, we both have. They were up. The, the creative team were up all night thinking that one, weren't they? <laughs> <laughs> How about we just do have you driven a Ford lately and then we'll repeat it 17 times. Yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah. it's like someone came up with the line. You're just like, yeah. we've got 30 seconds to fill. Yeah. Mm, maybe yeah, say it a couple good. of times. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll get some girls to sing it. And... Bet you that didn't win any awards, that one. But it's stuck in my head. The mo- I haven't heard that for a, a million years, Nemzi. But the moment you play, I was, have you driven a Ford lately? Yeah. Um, oh, funny. Uh, we'll get to some, uh, your texts finally before we wrap up here on the driver's seat. Uh do you see any teams in supercars or ARG forced to give it up if 2022 is the same as 2021 and 2020 from a COVID point of view? It's, it's a pretty realistic question. Cause yeah, it like, is. Good a lot of people are into coffers like at the moment and, um, yeah. Yeah. you know, pockets don't run super deep. Yeah. Uh, look, I, I, uh, in, in discussions downrange, I haven't heard of that kind of level of, um, of Struggle Street just yet, Shane. Good question, by the way. Um, I yeah, but very possibly. Who knows? We're we're only remembering we're only August in 2021. So the supercars have got to stump up a lot of cash for Gen Three next year um, for when it arrives, if it arrives next year. Um, the ARG guys, a lot of them, regardless of what category, aren't professional Stevie J. So you know, if you've got a, a and we talk about it all the time, Nimsy. Um, with Milwaukee Tools, you mm. know, Milwaukee immediately pulled their sponsorship. Now, if you're a big team and you get your sponsorship pulled, it's not easy out there in the corporate world at the moment. So that could happen. That could easily happen, Shane, and to Milwaukee, be quite frankly. Milwaukee's a very big global brand as well. It's not like a, a mum and pop store that's in Gundagai. Yeah. No, well, exactly right. Yeah, that's not – yeah, exactly. That's not just a pie shop. Uh, that's, you know, that's a big deal. So, yeah, I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. I, to wrap it up, Steve, I bloody hope not, mate. We can't we can't lose any more. No. We've got just enough as there is. I think that's the that's why they're so desperate in just getting races in. And even if they've got a later on in the year, if they can't do, you know, obviously not going to be able to do Sydney, but if they, if they to, for them to be able to get five more rounds in for this year, if they have yeah. to do one at Winton, then they've got Bathurst as a quarantining, ex, you know, exercise. They'll do it. Then they may come up to Queensland and, and you know, quarantine for two weeks, uh, and then do you know 
this is and this is only me speaking out loud here. A double header at Queensland Raceway. Yep. With a weekend off and then straight into the street race at Surface Paradise on the Gold Coast. Yep. Um, that, have to do it. That if they've got to do it, they've got to do yep. it, and that's how all these teams and that's how Supercars gets paid with all their TV money, etc. So you know they they're ticking their boxes, but they're still trying to keep the championship alive. Absolutely. And Michael's text in um, two things. He said Ford. Stands for found on rubbish dumps. Very good, Michael. No, well that's done. rubbish. It's first uh, on race day. First on race day. There you go. <laughs> Do you know what Lotus stands for? No. Lots of trouble, usually serious. Do you know what uh, Holden stands for? Tell me. Holds, oil leaks, dreadful engine noises. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Stevie, a serious question. Could you switch off when you walk through the front door after races, regardless of how you went? Yes or no? Uh, yeah, yeah, you could. Absolutely. Could you? Absolutely. I'm gone the week before or the week after. Really? That's what Mrs. Mac tells me. Yeah, right. No, I'm straight into the Jim Beams and I'm done. <laughs> I, I don't remember Pies a thing. Jim Beams. <laughs> and on that night, <laughs> we wrap up the driver's seat. Uh, remember, you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Driver's Seat Show. Uh, the all-new Driver's Seat app has podcasts, interviews, news, and videos. It is a must for all motorsport fans. That about wraps up another edition. A big thank you to Scott Pye for jumping on the show. Thanks to all the texts that came in through. And Matt and Steve, thanks for joining us. No worries, mate. Thank hey, you, you take care. And everyone listening, stay safe. We'll see you next week, eh? Indeed. We'll be back with another big edition of The Driver's Seat same time next week. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.